Welcome to Sports Faith, a ministry dedicated to introducing people to God through sports. Our prayer? That God uses us to build a stronger team. We're just talking sports as we share the message of faith. Sports Faith doesn't care what religious team you play for. So get up off the bench. Join us on the field of great conversation. He's provided the playbook. We deliver the message. Welcome to our Sports Faith 2022 High School Basketball Preview Show. Today we preview the Xavier Hawks with head coach Matt Klarner. Please give us a follow at sportsfaith.com and also on Twitter at sportsfaith1. That's at sportsfaith, the number one. I am your host, Craig Bone, and today's preview show is brought to you by OSMS, Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Specialists of Green Bay and the Fox Cities. Did you know the average person waits 12 days to see an orthopedic doctor? That's too long to be in pain. Hi, I'm Dr. Steve Scheckinger, orthopedic surgeon and physician owner at OSMS. Here we work with you to make your appointment as soon as possible, even the next day in some cases. And with a 98% patient satisfaction rating and 20 orthopedic doctors and specialists, there are plenty of reasons to ask for OSMS. Learn more at askforosms.com. It is high school basketball season once again on sportsfaith.com, and we are going to do a season preview today, and we want to welcome in the head coach in his 12th season at Xavier High School. It's Matt Klarner joining us. Good afternoon, Matt. Hey, Craig. Great to see you. Great to be talking hoops again. Yeah, isn't it? All of a sudden, uh, here we are, November 15th, as we record today, a practice, of course, for boys basketball in the state of Wisconsin started yesterday, and we want to talk about your program, one that has been very consistent over your 12 years, 228 wins, 58 losses in your tenure there. And uh, congratulations once again as you broke the all-time in wins at Xavier High School. Quite an accomplishment, and I know you're a humble coach, but uh, maybe give us just a few short thoughts on on that accomplishment. Yeah, I'd say, honestly, like the, the beauty of, of being a coach is you're just trying to add one more, right? That's just kind of the deal. Like it's, it's, it's what's, what's the next game, who's the next opponent. And yeah, obviously when you, you look back and you see all the, the years and time, you know, it's kind of stacked up and, and put together. It, it, it's, it's kind of, I guess maybe fun, but um, in the moment, you know, our, our, our team is preparing for, you know, this season, we're preparing for a game on Wednesday against a very good opponent. And, we're just, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can today and, and, and try to get one more win. Right. That's obviously always the goal. And, and, uh, I think, like I said, that's the beauty of it is that you don't, you don't really look behind too much and you, and you really can't allow yourself to look ahead. You just kind of look at who's our next opponent, how well are we playing and how good can we be for that night? Yeah. You finished 19 and eight a year ago, 11 and three in the Bay conference. You kind of come from behind last year. You were four games out of first at one point. And you got all the way back into it. You end up with a tie for first place with West Appear, a team that's going to obviously be a factor this year. You won your last 10 games in conference, so a nice 10-game winning streak to end the year. Obviously, the season ended much shorter than you would have liked. You had to go up and take on Northland Pines on the road, a long road trip, and you lose to the number one seed there. But uh, that's all in the rearview mirror. Let's talk about this upcoming season Obviously, you lose some talent just like you do every year. You lose four seniors, two of those starters. Why don't we talk about those seniors real quickly? You got to mention them because it was a big piece of your program, and his name is Charlie Fefferly, and we're going to see his younger brother, Sam, this year. But talk about Charlie and, and the kind of career he had at Xavier. Yeah, very prestigious career. I mean, won over 80 varsity basketball games as a four-year player. That's uh, that's an incredible accomplishment. 
and just uh, it finished one of the top five scores in the history of our school. So just an incredible career. And obviously, um, you know, a kid that you don't re- replace, you know, that's not the right word. You don't replace, you just kind of pick up the rest of the parts and have everybody else being, you know, doing things a little sharper, a little better. You know, you make the, the, the whole, you know, better, try to make it better than the sum of the parts. That's kind of where you are. But yeah, Charlie had a great career. Um, and obviously, uh, Jake Miller, Ethan Severin, Anthony Peters, three other seniors that meant a lot to our program over the years and put in a ton of time, a ton of effort and were great leaders for us. So, um, we'll miss those guys. And again, as I kind of mentioned, what, what, you know, what are the joys of coaching? Well, here's another one of them. Like there's new guys coming in and they're hungry and they're working. And a lot of them had really good summers and are hopefully ready to step up and, and fill those shoes. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of those new names here in just a little bit, but let's talk about the experience you bring back. This is kind of the three-headed monster. I like to use that term in football terms, but you really do have a three-headed monster coming back this year, and it starts with six foot seven, four-year varsity player and leading scorer, Alex Sherwood. Unbelievable talent. Nate Twombly, Carson Haley, those three guys right there are the centerpiece of your ball club. Why don't you talk about those three and, and talk about how important they are to the success of this team this year? Yeah, for sure. Our seniors are going to lead us, you know, just like any other year. Um, Alex is is another kid who is going to finish in the top five in the history of the school in points scored. And it's just been a force not only offensively, but but uh, on the glass as well the last uh, four seasons. So he's really uh, improved. And I think last year, as you know, you and many of our followers may remember, he he was never really able to get to 100%. He was in and out of the lineup, was trying to practice one day a week and you know, trying, uh, we tried everything that we could to kind of keep, keep him on the floor, but uh, it was, it was uh, definitely a struggle to do that. And he just had a, a myriad of foot injuries and all that, that, that kind of came along with that. So um, he seems happy, seems healthy, just committed to St. Leo's and excited to have a full scholarship and to, to do all the great things he's going to do next year. And I know in talking with him, he's just totally dialed in on hey, the next three months. Let's make the most of what, of what I can here of my high school career. So I know that's going to be really exciting. You mentioned Nate and Carson. I mean, two really experienced kids who, who got playing time as sophomores. And then last year, both, you know, really stepped up big for us. Nate was another guy who was a little bit in and out of the lineup last year. Um, but when he played, it made a huge difference for us. So when he was on the floor, that made our team better. And you look back at the best games we played last year, it was usually the games where Nate played because he, he was that kind of guy in terms of his intangibles, in terms of his defensive toughness. He's strong and smart with the ball. He's a great passer makes us better. Uh, obviously, we expect Carson to have a huge senior season. He was uh, the uh, first team all-defense last year in the Bay Conference and was on the all-conference team. So uh, a kid who can score on the offensive end, a kid who can shut people down on the other end of the floor, and we're certainly expecting him uh, to raise his game. And I guess I would be you know, obviously remiss. we got two other seniors, too, who are going to play huge roles for us. Uh, Ian Mayers, a kid who played a huge role for us off the bench last year, defensive presence, Tough kid, rebounds uh, bigger than his size, screens and moves, just, you know, really the consummate team player. And then we have Ashton Rankin, another senior reserve who, you know, gives us energy every single day. Just positive kid, great attitude, and does uh, everything the team wants from him and and then more. And just a pleasure to have him involved with our program as well. So really you got those five seniors, and I think, you know, they each bring their, you know, strengths to the table and it's going to make for a, a very strong leadership group for us this coming winter. You know, one thing that's interesting, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit talking about defense. We talk about your 70 points per game that you averaged last year. You guys get up and down, you shoot a lot of threes. 
But I think your team, at least maybe in the eyes of the general public that maybe don't follow it that closely, you guys are very underrated defensively. And you already talked about Carson Haley and his uh, defensive skills. Nate Twombly, very good as well. And I think I, I want to talk about a couple of your juniors. I think Sam Pfefferly, with all the playing time he got last year behind his brother, he's obviously going to be key. But I want you to talk about Tyler Brightman. I see him listed at six foot five this year. He played in 24 games a year ago. Talk about his growth maybe over the summer. What do you expect out of him? Those two juniors in particular, I think, are going to be very key this year. Yeah, we really think we have a strong and, and deep junior class. You know, there's not maybe one superstar, would you say, amongst the group. Just a real solid and deep class that that has a lot of toughness and a lot of character. You know, you mentioned Tyler, you know, how did he grow over the offseason? Well, there's the physical growth, right? He put on about an inch and a half since last year. So obviously that's not going to hurt matters. Um, but I think just, you know, his time in the weight room, he, he's not he's not built um, particularly sturdy right now. He's still a, a slighter uh, build, you know, but he's definitely thicker than he was a year ago. And just his skill level uh, continues to improve. Just, you know, decision making and passing with the ball, finishing with both hands, uh, the ability to run the court. Uh, these are things that are going to be uh, big pieces for us, you know, on both ends of the floor for him. And we and we we think he's going to give us a little bit more interior defense this year. Again, just be a little tougher and use his length to hopefully disrupt things around the basket. And then obviously you mentioned Sam um, got a ton of playing time last year as a sophomore, and I think learned a lot of lessons. Right, learned how how do you lead and and how do you take care of the ball and and what are the shots that we want and what are the possessions we want. And I also think defensively, there's a big step from being a sophomore who's, you know, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, can be pushed around a little bit maybe by an, up, by an upperclassman to all of a sudden now you're a junior and now you're one of the ones who can hopefully be, you know, doing the pushing, so to speak, right? So we feel like Sam is going to do uh, some really good things for us this year. And I guess, that you know, two other kids that played little spots for us kind of, you know, during the year that would probably bear mentioning with that same group there. Hayden Quimby, just a kind of a gym rat, just is always in the gym, always has a ball in his hand, always working on his shot, always working on his game. And I think, you know, the the fans of our program will see him really step forward this year as a kid who is going to play quality minutes for us and and, and contribute, really shoots the ball at a high clip. And uh, I think the defensive and offensive stuff that, that kind of goes around that shooting has all developed for him. So I really feel proud and 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 excited about what what he's how the work he's done and what he's going to accomplish for us. And then Craig, you remember, obviously, you know, Luke Kroll got called up for some, from key spots. And honestly, yes. Luke was, Luke was thrown in above his pay grade, quite frankly, in a couple mm-hmm. of games last year. And now that, you know, that experience and maybe that taste of that, I think has motivated him to work hard. And he looks a little bigger, a little stronger this year, a little more confident. And you can see that experience coming through. And we think he's going to be able to help us uh, as a ball handler, as a shooter and a defender. We really feel like he's, his, his whole game again is maturing and, and um, we expect big things from him too. So you know, th- those are some juniors that we really think are going to do good stuff for us. Yeah, you mentioned Luke Kroll and, and Reed Hippus as well. I remember those two kids really stepping in big time. You remember the game at Fox Valley Lutheran last year, had a lot of players out, not just because of injury, but COVID protocols. And, and those guys stepped up huge in that game. And, and you almost pulled off the miraculous comeback. You might remember, I think you were down 21 or 22 points in that game. Uh, before I, I believe that game went into overtime, but those two kids played played very strong, and and uh, a couple of other newcomers here that we haven't got to. I want you to talk about Joe Gallucci and uh, Luke uh, Olhafen. A couple of names that we're going to hear. Those are sophomores, and then Michael Kippenhan, a junior in that strong junior class that you just talked about. 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you, you mentioned Reed and obviously Reed is just kind of our consummate tough guy. Like he, he goes out and he battles, you know, he, he, he's not afraid of anybody as a sophomore, he was willing to jump in there and, and again, defend above his pay grade. And, um, uh, I think he will He will give us toughness. He'll give us energy. There's a lot of positive things that Reed's going to bring to our program over the next couple of seasons, uh, which we're excited about. And Isaiah Disjardins, uh, you know, is a, another junior who gives us ball handling, gives us toughness, and, um, you know, I, I think has seen his uh, his shooting continue to improve as well. So I think he's a guy who is going to come off our bench and, and give us some quality minutes too. And, and uh, he's just super scrappy, super tough. And again, I think uh, he and Reed both kind of consummate that kind of like, you know, never say die mentality. They'll just go out there and they'll battle. They don't care if you're bigger, you're stronger. Um, and I think that attitude, um, you know, is, is contagious throughout your team. And, and I think that their, uh, their presence is going to be a, a definite positive for us. Uh, you mentioned a couple of the other new guys. Uh, yeah, Joe Gallucci, a long athletic sophomore, uh, played on our JV team last year. And I think really gained a lot of experience from just being a, a high school player, just kind of figured out, Hey, what is it like? And how much better do I have to get? Um, and now has come out, earned a spot on the varsity roster and, uh, and it's going to, you know, make our practices better every day. And then hopefully, you know, work his way into the rotation too. I mean, we, we think he's a kid who has a big upside and just has some athleticism and length and, um, you know, good skills with the ball in his hands and we'll, we'll kind of complement the rest of our roster. And Luke Olhafen gives us a big body. He's, he's a physical kid, a strong kid who has really spent the last year plus really working on his interior game, working on finishing with both hands, working on his footwork around the rim. And, uh, you know, he's starting to grow a little bit. And we hope he continues to grow because he, he definitely, again, has a high ceiling for us and is going to give us some physicality off our bench and give us a kid who can, who can battle physically in practice every day as well. So we really like him. And then uh, finally, you got Michael Kippenhan, a really hardworking, tough junior. Um, just again, a kid who does anything you ask him to do. You ask him to go out and defend; he can go out and defend. You ask him to be a you know be a ball handler; he can be a ball handler. Um, you know, boxes out and works for rebounding position against kids twice his size, and is just really a, a kind of a fearless, uh, hard nosed kid. And um, kids like that make your practices better, make your team better and make your program better. So uh, just, you know, quality kids. I think we got up and down this roster and uh, excited to get to work with them. Yeah. Sounds like an interesting roster to say the least and uh, plenty of talent to go around. But before we talk about the conference and get into that a little bit, obviously you're going to have three, what I call preseason games, non-conference games. You open up a week from tomorrow, actually uh, November 23rd, it'll be at Kettle Marine Lutheran. I want to ask you about those first three games before you go into conference play at Seymour on December 6th. So from a coaching standpoint with new bodies and you're trying to figure out your rotation, how do you coach those three games maybe to learn a little bit more about how your rotation may look further into the season? And I know a lot of things change. There's a lot of moving parts. There's injuries. There's just a ton of things that can happen. Uh, But how do you treat those first three games this year from a coaching standpoint? For sure. I think you always want to treat those games as an opportunity to really, how do you maximize your kids' abilities and how do you maximize your rotation and your players, you know, heading into that first game? Um, you know, we're not a, a team that's, you know, experimenting with, you know, like who we are as a team. I think as a program, you know, our, our core fundamentals and the things we do are pretty well set. It's really about what mix a group, mix of kids is going to give us that group that's going to give us a chance to win basketball games. Typically in those games, we've gone pretty deep. We've gone 10, 11 deep. You know, ultimately we, we try to go 10 deep most nights anyway. So I, I guess that, you know, that's maybe something that's more of an emphasis early in the season, but it's not like 
we're also not the kind of team that's going to go down to six or seven once the season starts either. So I feel like we'll we'll experiment with some different bodies, get some different kids out on the floor, and just kind of see you know what we like and what we don't like. And ultimately, it's nice to have film on everybody too, like just to to show people you know here here's what's working well for us, here's what we're not doing well. So I think there's definitely a little bit of experimentation there, and then at the same time. Uh, you're trying to, you know, trying to battle for victories too. Like we, we know we're going to have a tough, uh, a tough schedule here. We know Kelly Marine Lutheran beat us last year, has, has some really strong guard play and, you know, it has been a, a very good team the last couple of years. We know Oshkosh West, obviously a division one opponent, um, but they have a new coach this year. So we don't really know, you know, what they're exactly going to look like and exactly what they're going to bring to the table. And then we have Watoma on the road, which is a team, they have a, they have a guard who is one of the top scoring kids uh, in Northeast Wisconsin, AKA maybe the state, I guess. Uh, he's just a kid who can really fill it up. And th- that'll be a great defensive challenge for us to see where we are at, at that point. So we feel like each game will bring something different to us in terms of what we can do to prepare, you know, hopefully, you know, win, lose or draw, we'll feel like, yeah, as you said, that opening night, we got to go to see more. And, you know, that's always going to be a battle and we'll be ready to go on, uh, during the Bay, Bay Conference opener. And then lastly, before we touch on Seymour and West Appear and some others, uh, I got the word consistency written down. I know you're looking for consistency in all aspects of the game. Early on in the season, what do you normally see? Defense ahead of the offense? I'm talking about your offense and your defense. Uh, what do you see early on? And what are your concerns early on where one might be well ahead of the other potentially? Yeah, I guess, honestly, like it it really depends. Each kid is very different. We have some kids who have been in the gym for the last few months working. And so obviously those kids offensively in terms of their skills, they should be ahead of the game. And and I think that we've seen that the first couple of nights of practice. Then you've got other kids who are coming off of a fall sport who, you know, haven't touched the ball in a while. And now they're trying to get that, that feel back for the game. Sometimes those kids might, you know, not have their shot and their and their handle where they want it, but you know, just the idea of coming off of a, of a fall sport, they're maybe a little bit ready to, more to compete and to be physical and and to give you some toughness. So I feel like, you know, there's no one size fits all answer. I think the first few days we've seen a little bit of both. We've seen some really good offensive movement and possessions. We've also seen times where you know guys are a little out of sync with each other and trying to find you know the new roles that they're going to have. Um, so I think that that's kind of uh, you know a work in progress. And the defensive end. Honestly, it's something that doesn't get focused on enough in the offseason, right? So it's something that in the offseason, a lot of times you're working on offensive stuff and and now you come into the season and now you have to really shore up that defensive stuff. And so we always kind of expect our defense is going to take a couple of weeks to get to where we want it. You know, we're, we're doing the work right now in the gym to do that. So there have been some pretty intense drills. There's some, been, been some real competitive fire and and it's been loud, noisy practices, which are awesome. And it's it's been, it's been a good sign for uh, the winter ahead. And we're visiting with head coach Matt Klarner of the Xavier Hawks today, a little season preview as he's getting his kids ready for a season opener coming up on the road at Kettle Moraine Lutheran. So let's talk about this Bay Conference coach, very competitive basketball conference, especially the upper half. You look at last year, it was quite a horse race. Uh, you guys come in from behind and you end up catching West appear after being down four games. Like I mentioned earlier, you finish 11 and three in the conference green Bay East a surprisingly very good year. They lose Ryan Sweeney to graduation, but they were eight and six in conference. Seymour and Shano as well, eight and six. And Shano picked third by Wisp Sports this year. You guys pick second and West appear first. I think it's very hard to argue that it's going to be potentially a three-team race. They do have Seymour picked fourth, Menasha fifth, and, and then it goes New London and Green Bay East and Green Bay West. But 
those are just preseason guesses in my opinion, but your thoughts on the top two, three teams uh, outside of yourself and what kind of uh, horse race this could be this year in a very balanced Bay conference. Yeah. I, it's, it's hard sometimes in the preseason, you don't know how teams are going to come together and, and um, know who, which kids are emerging and stepping up for different schools. But I think you're right. It's very clear West appear and Shano. I mean, if they are not, in the top 10 in division two, they probably should be, you know, that's, I think that's the reality. Those two, those two schools are bringing back a ton of athletes, a ton of size, a ton of experience. Uh, obviously we're forces to be reckoned with last year when those kids were all year younger. Right. So, I mean, I feel like you look at the West appear team and how athletic they're going to be and how experienced they're going to be. And then you have a Shano group. That's pretty much a lot of those kids. I mean, those kids, a lot of those kids played as sophomores, then had a great season last year as juniors. And now they're all, you know, back chomping at the bit as seniors. So, I mean, I feel like those two teams, again, in my mind, they're two, they're two of the top 10 teams in division two, you know, that means that's going to be a very tough out for anybody. Um, and, and obviously that would include us moving on from there. I guess I, I think, I guess in my mind, I think about Menashe and Seymour, two teams that have talent and have athletes and, you know, have, have been good the last several years. I really feel like those are going to be tough teams to play against. Those are teams that can beat you on any night. And ultimately, sometimes those are the teams that decide what happens at the top of the standings because, you know, they're, they're going to trip some teams up. They're going to beat some people. And, and, and who is it going to be? You know, are, is it going to be you or is it going to be somebody else, right? So <laughs> they're, they're going to be tough outs. Menasha has a super athletic group. And Seymour has, a, has several good shooters and some young kids that can play ball. So I, I think you're going to see a lot from both of those two teams. And then I think, you know, the other three teams, you, you mentioned East, West, and New London. They're probably a little bit younger and a little bit, you know, less known. You know, East had a great team last year, and uh, it obviously has a lot of holes to replace. And West was playing a lot of younger kids last year, as was New London. So I feel like, you know, those are going to be teams that are young, and maybe people aren't going to know all the names for those teams. But uh, you know, I, I would, I would think all three of those teams, I would think West and New London will definitely be uh, ahead of where they were last year. And I, and certainly East may be expected to take a little step back with the with the loss of those talented kids, but. Um, you know, I'm sure they have some young, talented kids. It's a big school, and they'll have they have a new coach who will who will try to get those kids playing as well. So, uh, yeah, we know it'll be tough battles as always. We're looking forward to it. And um, when you're the smallest school in your league, you just kind of gotta, you know, be ready every night. You just gotta know that physically and mentally, you have to go if you want to have a chance to win. Obviously, I, I I look back at what you just mentioned, Craig. Like we won 10 straight conference games last year to come back and 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 get a share of the title. That was pretty crazy, pretty pretty crazy, and. Uh, says a lot to the group of guys we had last year. And uh, I hope this year's group of guys has the same kind of mentality, the same kind of toughness, and the same kind of character to go to battle when we get going here in a couple of weeks. Should be a very exciting season, always is. Uh, you got a winning tradition going there, and and uh, good luck this season. And we'll see you at the home game, Oshkosh West, uh, in Torchy Clark Gymnasium. Can't wait, Craig. Thanks again for all the coverage. All right, you bet. That's head coach Matt Klarner as we preview the 2022-23 basketball season on sportsfaith.com. I was your host, Craig Bone. And again, we want to thank Matt Klarner for joining us as you are listening to High School Basketball Preview for the 2022 season covering the Xavier Hawks today on sportsfaith.com. 